What's up, everybody? Welcome to the No Picks After Dark podcast with your host, Aaron Dante, who brings you the hottest interviews with the dopest people sharing their experiences all across the world. Now, here's your host, Aaron Dante. Welcome, folks, to the No Picks of the Dark podcast. I'm your host, Aaron Dante. Again, we have a special guest on that. You know, people love the show so much. We have the crew back again from the Charnsey Collective Media. So without further ado, everybody announce who you are and what show, what show you come from. Hey, everybody. This is Shamara E. Fleming, but you can call me Mai. And I'm from the Purple Charm Experience podcast. I'm a romance author and motivational blogger. Um, I have two books, romance novels called uh, The Violet Rose and uh, Three's a Charm, available now on Amazon. If you love that type of romance, I I invite you to please check them out and also check me out on Wednesdays. I drop a new episode. Thanks, Aaron. All right, guys. uh, My name is Gary O'Neill. I am a mindset and business coach, and I'm also the host of the C-Plan Do Show, which drops every Tuesday where we talk about motivation, inspiration, education, and funny stuff. Thank you guys so much. Last time we spoke to everybody, uh, I was going on vacation. And uh, it, you know, the, the feedback was such an amazing feedback from people listening, uh, sending me DMs, saying how amazing the show was. So we decided to do it again because, again, you know, we give people what they want out here. And that's what it's all about. So, you know, we there's so many different topics going on in the world, you know, and you know, we're podcasters, so it just, we got to bring them up and find out. I mean, last time we spoke, there was an Olympics. Now Olympics is going full steam. Uh, there's a lot of things going on in the world uh, with, the, with the variants and whatnot. So we got a lot of good topics to talk about. So like, you know, current issues going on in the world. I mean, I know we, uh, Simone Biles, that, that that was the rage for a couple of days in the, in the world. Um, what are some of you guys' thoughts from that with her withdrawing and then at the end, she came back and did the beam. What do you What do you guys take away from all that scenario? I uh, I think that um, one we need to normalize mental health, and you know I can't imagine uh, the pressure that an athlete, especially an Olympic athlete, has to go through day in and day out um, to compete at that type of high level. But you know I can uh, mentally, I'm pretty sure it's exhausting. So I was glad to see that she was focusing on her. Um, it's unfortunate that on one end, as uh, you know, the country is getting backing these athletes, but to be honest, it only, it only starts and ends at them being an athlete. They don't care about them as people. They don't care about them as a person. And it's unfortunate to see how people turned on uh, Simone just because she had, a men- had mental issues. If she had a mental breakdown, you know, we have to respect that. It's clearly one, there's other Olympians that's on there that can compete. And I get that people may be disappointed, but we don't own these people. They are mm-hmm. athletes, they, but outside of being an athlete, they are sisters, mothers, husbands, wives, whatever. And it's just, it's just really just disgusting just to see how a lot of people, especially in the media, sort of turned on her. You know, but I always think about what were the future consequences? What if she would have got out there because her head wasn't in and hurt herself? What if she mm-hmm. hurt herself? I'm not saying that she was at that level, but if she's not at the best, 
then that's it. And then we, it's unfortunate just to see how people really just try to push that agenda and then hide behind the idea of uh, patriotism. And it seems like that's always a thing where people want to hide behind patriotism to justify their selfish behaviors. I agree. Um, I think for me, it was, you know, I, I, I think about balance, the balance in the world and the, the balance that it takes to um, maintain your, your mental, you know, your mental faculties and, and also being able to do what she does. And so for me, I, I was completely in complete support of her, you know, taking that time to withdraw, to get her, her mental, her, you know, to take, make sure that her mental health was under control. And then also for me, it allowed me to see her as a leader too, you know, balancing that, 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 that line of being not only an athlete, a top athlete, but also a, a, uh, a leader and seeing the people that, that are on her team that had not had the opportunities that she's had to shine in the life that she's had and bring that forth and allow them the opportunity to get out there and show what they can do. Because a few of them, um, a few of the other ladies, young ladies, this was their first time, even though there was one young lady, I can't think of her name right now. She had been a alternate on the team, even during the 2016 Olympics. And this was her first chance to get on the big stage and actually show what she can do. And she came home with a silver medal. So, I mean, for me, it just goes to show that she's not only thinking about herself, but she's thinking about everyone else on her team too. And I, I commend her for being courageous and brave to be able to do that. I uh, respect her for, you know, getting out there and, and, and doing it even in the midst of people being so negative and so um, critical of her, her decision that she didn't care. You know, it's her body, it's her, you know, it's her on that stage, not us. <laughs> and until we are in a situation like that, and who are we to, to judge her for the decisions that she made? She got to do what's right for her. We always talk about we got to do what's right for us, you know, when we, we're going through a, you know, a particular situation in life, you, we always say, oh, it's our prerogative to be able to do what you want. You do what you want. These self-help gurus and things, do what you, do what feels right to you. She did that. And yet we criticize her for that. So I don't understand how we can come from a place of, like Gary said, come from a place of support, but then also at the same time, we're tearing her down too. You got to choose one way or other. And I, I just, I, support her in everything she did. And I am happy that she came back later and said, okay, I've dealt with what I felt like I needed to deal with. I'm ready to go for the beans. And she went for the gusto. And, you know, I'm not mad at that. I, you know, we, we all can learn a lesson from that. Do you think, I mean, listening to both of you guys, I mean, I'm sitting here thinking about this. Do you think that African-Americans are are in a different light when it comes to mental health. When I think about, you know, this is going to be a crazy analogy. What I'm saying is, you know, we have all these mass killings, right? And the first mm -hmm. thing, and if it's a little white boy, they say, he had mental health problems. And mm -hmm. that's the first thing that comes up. And then if a black person has something happen, it's mental, it's not mental health. You know, it's not that. Do you think we are mm -hmm. viewed as African-Americans in society 
that we shouldn't have mental health issues. And that that's why they come harder at us. Like with Naomi Asaki and Simona and Simone. I thought I don't, for me, I don't think we're given the grace that, uh, like that some of our counterparts are given to be able to have, you know, the space to, to deal with our mental health issues. Cause in a lot of, uh, a lot of African-American families that there is, um, a history of mental mental health issues. I'm my family alone. I, I I have mental health issues in my family alone, and it's something that we don't necessarily talk about enough in our communities. But it is definitely something that in in the greater population of, of our society, we're not given the, the 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 grace to be able to deal with it in, in such a way that other people are allowed to. And I just think that it, it's, it's unfortunate. And I'm hoping that, this would, you know, things like this would change. And like, like um, Gary was saying, seeing more of us normalize our health, our health um, mental health as a priority is the, I think is the first step. And, and for us as an African, in the African-American community, being, seeing more of us step up to, to normalize that. Um, I think it makes it easier for, um, for the conversation to be open, to, to be started, that, to show that, that, that we have it, and then also to change the way society views us in terms of our mental health um, situations. Yeah, I absolutely agree. I think that there's a stigma um, because if there wasn't a stigma, then just like Aaron with that analogy, then we would view a lot of things uh, equally. I think mm -hmm. that there is, um, you know, unfortunately, not only a stigma externally, but internally that mental health uh, somehow isn't real. Um, a person can go to a, a licensed psychiatrist and really get diagnosed and people may just assume that it's something else. Um, and I think that, you know, in our community, we have to do more as far as understanding that, Hey, mental health is real. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I think it starts with that. Um, it's plenty of people who say, well, you know, I'm bipolar, you know, I'm crazy. And they mm -hmm. just toss those words around, which they shouldn't, but some people really are. And then we just, mm -hmm. we just sort of brush it off or disregard it. Um, and then that, it makes it easy for outside factors to not, adopt the same mentality when it comes to like you said if there's a killer on the loose and there's mass shootings um you know and it doesn't have to be that extreme it could just be somebody having a problem it just mm -hmm. that sometimes how do we how are people uh responding some people mm -hmm. who really have issues uh they may turn violent but it also may look like alcoholism it may look mm -hmm. like depression it may look like these things and so getting back to the olympic part you know, that's a lot of pressure on people. You know, I can only mm -hmm. imagine looking at the, looking at Kevin Durant, you know, uh, they won the gold yesterday uh, in basketball, but you could, that's a lot of pressure. Mm -hmm. And again, we just be like, oh, nope, they're just people. They're not even people. They're just whatever beings they are that serve my ego. So that's why you see some people can be, it's okay for people to not like black people but then turn around and root for their team or be upset when someone else mm -hmm. leaves their team or those things. But in reference to mental health, it's just, uh, there is a stigma. 
And I think that, you know, it, it, we have to just keep creating those spaces where, hey, you know, we are, you know, I advocate for, I always, I'm a huge advocate of mental, of mental health and take care of your mental health because you, no one else is responsible for your mental health outside of you. Right. So just being able to say, you know what, it, it doesn't, you don't have to be an Olympic athlete, guys, if you're listening right now and you don't want to go to work because you know something's going on with you, don't go right. to work. Don't. Right. Your job will be there. Your career will be there. No one's going to terminate you. And if, you know, the worst thing you could do is keep exposing yourself to a situation where, you know, it's harmful to you. So, you know, we have to start with ourselves, but yeah, it's definitely a, a stigma or there's a stereotype between, you know, we see it all the time, you know, between, uh, Hey, an African-American might have issues versus, you know, somebody else. Definitely. All right, great, great. I appreciate you guys having a discussion, and folks will be right back after these messages. Pipe Wrench is a new online magazine. You'll find links to conversation pieces, playlists, essays, poems, and more by folks from all walks of life responding to the ideas in the main feature. Each issue is like a dinner party, full of thoughtful, fascinating people inspiring each other to build on each other's work, references, and ideas. You can read more from Pipe Wrench and subscribe online at www.pipewrenchmag.com. And folks, we are back again. I mean, amazing discussion on mental health. If you didn't hear, I would rewind it and uh, listen to what we were just breaking down and a good, honest, frank discussion. And uh, I think it needs to be told. I think, I think as a community as a whole, we really need to stop faking the funk and societies be real with each other and say, this isn't really an issue. And, uh, you know, if, again, if, it was a great episode. Thank you guys for chiming in. All right. So let's go with, here we go. And this is, this goes hand to hand with this episode. It seems like work life balance, you know, you know, how does it, you know, we've a, we all do podcasts. We all have personal lives and relationships and families. And I would love to talk about that because I think people don't understand how much work goes into what we do. As far as we have, we all have nine to fives. We all have families and we all do a podcast. And I think people, you know, think it's easy to do all that and juggle everything. And like, you know, I wanted, I wanted to touch on that because I mean, you know, I see a lot of people, you know, dropping podcasts every single day. And I'm like, I don't have time for that. <laughs> and it's hard because, you know, and I want to get you guys opinion as far as how do you guys like juggle your life? I mean, and then how do you, Guys, figure that figure that out. I mean, I'm still trying to figure it out right now as we speak, how to make this happen and make it work. Um, with outside, I mean, you know how the new word is we outside, but we outside about to be closed back again. It seems like definitely about to be closed. Yeah, to shut it down. So I mean, I mean, unfortunately, just because I mean that's a whole different episode in itself. But um, yeah, give me what do you guys think about that as far as you know, work life balance and how you guys are working those things out right now. Uh, I think that uh, for me, you know, it's just being pretty structured. Uh, you know, I have my time with my kids. You know, I, I have work, uh, you know, the podcast. And and to those of you guys who are listening, yeah, podcasting is not just coming up with, you know, just turning on the mic. You know, you have to prep. You know, you have to schedule things. You know, if you have interviewers, you have to talk with them. You have to pre-interview. You have to structure your show. You have to make sure that you're in a space to record. 
you know, Aaron and I are fortunate to have a studio, but everybody's not fortunate enough to have that, you know, and then you got to make sure there's nothing around. So there's a lot of work that goes into podcasting as opposed to just being the, you know, the talent, let's call it, you know, let's call the podcaster the talent. There's a lot of behind the scenes that if you're not on a national, you know, stage that so you are doing it, you're doing the marketing, you're doing the recording, you're doing all these things. So it takes time and it's, you know, it could be at times, you know, uh, you know, a task. I just did an episode entitled how to stay motivated. Um, you know, and I think it's just a, a, a bad, the word is balance. And you have to, uh, you know, understand, hey, what is the priorities in your life? You know, what are things that you want to do? And we go from there. Some people take, you know, I'm all an advocate for work, whether you're a nine to fiver, whether you're an entrepreneur, whatever it is, but you still have to have a balance. Because if you are only focused on work, 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 then how do you actually celebrate your wins? How do you celebrate? How do you able to take, take time and be with your family? I know people that don't take vacations and I'm like, why? Like, what is the purpose? Like, why are you not taking a vacation? You know, unfortunately, um, there was a gentleman uh, at, you know, one of my jobs, he would work all the time. I mean, every time I came in, whether it was morning, afternoon, or evening, I would see him. And unfortunately, he went into cardiac arrest at work. Mm. And one of the unfortunate things was, was that uh, when I talked to someone, they said that he was not taking off because he wanted to retire and spend that money. And, wow. and, and that's, that's a, that's the story for a lot of people. A lot of people looking at mm-hmm. vacations, trying to work on vacation, you know, we got to take time. You got to have a balance, schedule your stuff out. Even if you schedule your me time. So right now I'm pretty sure a lot of people don't even have a scheduled me time. Take that me time. Don't just say, Oh, it's, that's not relevant. Some people, we, we live in a culture right now that people think that, rest is a liability oh I, I i can't rest you know one of my friends she used to say it all the time well i can't be rested and broke well you can't be alive and be stressed out either you can't be awake That's and stressed true. out so you know i think the balance just goes in knowing what my schedules are and just sort of thinking about it above hand and it, you know if i need to take a mental health day whether it's the podcast whether it's uh you know work i'm taking it and and you have that right to do so. We have our own platforms. You know, of course, you can be transparent. We all have a bunch of episodes that we could repurpose and let people know. But, you know, be serious about your balance because you don't want to wake up one day and it's like, man, I didn't do anything. What was the purpose of working and getting all this money? You know, I get we we keep the lights on, but are you living? Are you are you are you out here enjoying yourself, enjoying life? You don't want to turn around and say, man. 90% because you got to think when we're if you're a regular nine to five, they're taking at minimum eight hours of your day at mm-hmm. minimum. And don't talk about overtime. Don't talk about projects that you might want to do. I definitely have done projects on a Saturday or Sunday, you mm-hmm. know, so just, uh, you know, I think the balance just comes from looking at the things you need to do and mm-hmm. mapping it out. And also, if it's something irrelevant to you, don't do it. If you know it's a complete statement and you have a right to focus and prioritize your life in balance and not live to other people's agendas, because sometimes people want you to do things. Aaron, I know we've talked about guests that, you know, we reach out to them or they reach out to us and they want to interview tomorrow. Well, hey, I've already scheduled stuff and, you know, 
that's their agenda. So just, you know, balance out things in your life that's according to your rules, your agreements you have for yourself and go from there. <laughs> I think today's word of the day, like uh, I think Pee Wee's Playhouse or Sesame Street is balance, you know. And for me, um, balance is a huge deal for me, um, especially work-life balance. I think over the last, what, five to 10 years, uh, it's become much more so more important to me because of uh, getting older, I realized how fleeting time is and that you don't get that time back. Once it's gone, it's gone. And if you don't take the time to, you know, do like what, what Gary's just saying, live your life and experience the things that you want to experience in your life. In addition to doing the things that you need to do in life, you will, <laughs> you will not have that opportunity to get it back. You know, a lot of us think that you have tomorrow. It's not promised. You got this Delta variant out here. You got uh, health issues out here. You could have a heart attack. You know, all the kinds of negative things can happen for you not to make it to tomorrow. But if you live in today, you know, you you have the opportunity to experience a lot of things, whether it's, you know, for me, I always try to do, I'm like, is my goal. <laughs> it, it motivates me to do everything that I want to do in life. I, if there's something that I want to do, I go for it. I have decided and made a conscious effort to make sure that I experience everything that I want to in life. And that is why if there's something that I come up with and I decide I want to do, I go for it now and not wait. Um, but in terms of my, my life, uh, yes, I, I, I'm a mother, I'm a wife, I have a full-time job and I do this podcast and I write to as well. And trying to find time to do all of those things, it can be challenging. I know there have been times I've talked to Aaron, I've talked to Gary, and I'm just like, I don't know if I could do this. <laughs> um, there have been times um, when I first started the, my podcast, and I think I was five months in, it was December when I met um, Aaron, and I was, you know, at the brink of, I was about to just quit it because I felt like I wasn't getting anywhere. I didn't understand if I was doing anything that was worth, you know, that had any purpose or if anybody was even, even cared. And he just told me to keep going and told me be consistent. And it's a, it's not always about, you know, what you're, who, who's listening, how many people is listening. It's about the process. Are you, you know, you have to enjoy the process. And, and then also those who get are touched by you, they'll listen you'll get that listenership. And I think for me, just balancing out, you know, with work, like this past week, I work uh, to eight o'clock on Wednesday, a couple of nights this week, I worked to seven and eight o'clock. I didn't have any time. I barely had time to get my podcast episode out on Wednesday because I was working late on Tuesday. And then, um, and then also in the midst of trying to, you know, take care of my son, you know, make sure dinner's on the table, make sure that, um, you know, I spend time with him, take him to the pool because it is summer, uh, prepare him for uh, the upcoming school year. So we take a few hours out of the day to make sure that we're going over stuff to get ready for school. So as you can see, 
there's a lot that's going on in my life. And then I still have to find time, 15, 20 minutes at the end of the day to try to get some writing in, you know, working on my third book. It is a lot. And if you're not mentally sound, I feel like you will crumble. In my in my case, I would crumble. There are some nights I have, you know, just because of my virtue of having so much pressure and the overwhelming nature of life itself, your body has to release. And so I've had those moments where I just fall out crying, not even knowing why I'm crying. I'm crying because, you know, this world, the state of the world is crazy and people are dying left and right. And somebody else, I listened to a, 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 a episode on the radio the other day where a gentleman was talking about he lost his mother to this COVID, to COVID. And it was because his um, the home health nurse came in. She wasn't vaccinated. She was the uh, wasn't wearing a mask, and she brought this variant into the. I mean, brought the the COVID into the house. The mother had a, you know, she was bedridden. I think she had had a stroke, and just the weight of that plus my life, all this stuff, I couldn't help but not cry. And sometimes you just need that release. And um, I think for me, just balance, keeping the balance and staying positive is important to me. You know, motivation, motivating and seeing others succeed motive keeps me positively driven. And um, that's how I keep my sanity and keep my balance and taking time off. You know, right now I'm taking some time to spend with my family um, this weekend. Um, out of state because not far because I'm not crazy masked up fully <laughs> vaccinated <laughs> but but I mean you know taking that time because and then going to the pool that's how I get my release and I, that's how I'm keeping my balance just little things little things it's a lot going on in life but little things still help balance out the heaviness of the other stuff that I have to deal with too yeah, I mean, I, I, I mean, what I'm doing right now kind of is crazy because I'm, I'm at my job in, in the, at my office two days a week right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Those, are, those are long, long days. <laughs> Trust me. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, it's good to be home the other three days working from home. And mm-hmm. balances that that's a great balancer right now. Um, as far as a podcast, that's a lot of work, people. <laughs> and I want people to understand yeah. that. You know, the product that you get from these podcasters out here is pretty much their blood, sweat, and tears. Mm-hmm. We're not getting a nine-to-five salary from it. We're getting something that giving the people information that they might like and might need. Um, and it's it's a, it's a labor of love. Uh, I could tell you right now that, you know, podcasters do a lot of work. People that they do, I mean, I'm not going to speak for everybody, but I know the people I'm talking to right now, they do a lot of research. And they take time in their craft. And that's a whole job in itself. And you want listeners to listen to your show. You know, there's mental, I mean, back go back to mental health. I mean, I almost quit my podcast six months into it, even a year into it because mm. I wasn't getting listeners. But, you know, you got to understand this, this thing takes time. It takes time. And if you don't have time, then don't do it. You know, and, you know, again, I always tell people, don't get into the wrong reasons. If you're getting mm-hmm. into it because you want to be a millionaire, it's not going to happen. You know, I had a discussion with the guy the other day. He said, how'd you do it? I said, I can tell you, but you got to figure out on your own how to find your own voice. I can't tell you how to find your voice, you know? 
And again, it's it's a lot that goes into it. I mean, to be honest, like since I got back on vacation, I really haven't done any podcasts on the weekends. I, I, I've kind of charmed off it. Like, you know what? I'm not going to really do it. Uh, Saturday and Sunday, I just want to relax, you know? Um, you know, I'd rather do it while I'm doing a work week while I'm actively working, you know? And, uh, you know, only thing I do on Sunday is I just, I go over edits, I listen to it, and then I'm ready to, ready to go. So I guess, you know, you know, people understand it's a lot that goes into it. So, I mean, please, the people are listening, just support, you know, and, and I know uh, I saw a post the other day where a podcaster was like, you know, it was, a, it was a new podcaster and I was laughing at this because they were like, it's easy to like, but how do you know about the show if you don't listen to it? And I'm like, and I responded to the person, like, now you understand you're new. You understand how this thing, this game works. Anybody can like a thing. Like takes two seconds. But hey, take time to say, let me repost it. How hard is it to repost uh, your favorite podcast or run something you listen on your stories? It takes two seconds to say, hey, check this podcast out. Because, you know, the thing is, when it's gone, it's gone. And people are, oh, well, you had a great, I don't know why you stopped doing it. Well, the reason why you stopped doing it is because people weren't supporting. And so those are the type of things that I always tell people, you know, if you really care and support about the podcast, support the people, repost it, share it, tell their people. Say, come check out this store. Come out, you know, anything of that nature. So again, the work-life balance, I've, I'm starting to figure it out a little bit. Um, but I've stopped doing weekend recordings. I mean, people are like, oh, let's do weekend. I'm like, no, nah, I'd rather do it. Like when I get off work, I'd rather be ready to do it. Like a, right after work, ready, let's go. Let, let's interview right now because I'm still in work mode. I'm not going to come off work mode. I have kids. So, you know, I know I'll have time with them. But again, you know, weekends, I'm starting to like cherish those things and enjoy my time with my family, you know, and not be running ragged, trying to get interviews and run interviews down. Um, you know, somebody asked me the other day, they said, you know, how is it to get interviews? I said, in the beginning, it's a hustle. You got to go, you got to scrap, you got to go in and figure out what you're looking for and find people. And again, I just want people to say that, thank you, think it's easy just to pick up a mic or to pick up your iPhone and record. Yeah, that's cool. But uh, what substance are you giving people? And I just wish that, you know, when for every podcast out there who's aspiring to do it, because there's a podcaster dropping drop every two seconds. Oh, I'm a podcaster. Okay, cool. You record. That's fun. But what I'm saying is you walk in, the, walk in Gary or, or Myra's shoes and you'll see how long it takes to really produce it, to go do your homework on it, to understand what you're talking about and having everything flow. So, I mean, those are the type of things that I look at and, you know, it just, it, it's, it's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. I mean, you can really put 30 to 40 hours in podcasting and by itself because you want a good product. You don't, yeah. you, you want to stand out. For mm -hmm. mm -hmm. And also uh, I like what you said about adjusting. And so uh, I think the biggest thing that we need to understand is that we can adjust our schedules and adjust them according to what you want. You know, your job is your job's agenda is not to focus on you. I know it may seem like it sometimes you may it may be cool when they have donuts in the break room or pizza. But their their agenda is to get mad, you know, as much productivity out of you. So you got to know where that balance is. Like for me, you know, being an entrepreneur. Yeah, you want to be all over the place as far as like doing certain things. But I told one of the things I told myself was that I'm not teaching like I teach CPR all the time. I'm not teaching CPR on the, you know, me and uh, the kid's mom. We, you know, we, we share 
uh, their time right down the middle. Mm -hmm. So when they're with me and it's like a full week that they're with me, I'm not even teaching that that weekend. I'm not, I'm, I'm making an adjustment. I'm not letting work adjust my life. I'm letting my life adjust what I do as far as work. And so we have to find it. I know some people may say, well, I'm not in a position to do that right now. I get it. But just work on getting to a place where it is or find yourself in an environment that will accommodate that because mm -hmm. your job will maximize as much as they can from you. So, and they don't care. I know people love their jobs, but your job does not Preach. care. It's not to say Preach. they don't care about you, but they don't care in the totality of you as a person. And if you don't believe me, do something that conflicts the job and see what happens. You can say, hey, uh, I just don't, you know, I, I'm not, I'm having a mental health day and do something that conflicts your job and watch what happens on, on heaven forbid something happened to you. Their, their agenda will be getting, will, will come off with, you know, caring. I'm not saying jobs don't care. I'm not saying that your career doesn't care. I'm not saying that people in your job or your colleagues don't care, but your job does not care. If something was to happen to you where you were not here on this earth anymore, mm -hmm. you may be in the newsletter. It may be some people that show up to your funeral, but your job will within two weeks repost your job. Mm -hmm. If you were to get terminated, your job will, you know, they're not going to care about you or your family or how you're going to eat. So with that being said, let your, let your job and its function is to fund the things outside of work. You know, if you want to go, like I'm taking my kids to Virginia Beach, you know, my job funds that, you know, mm -hmm. just take, you know, taking that balance is extremely important as well as your self-health time. A lot of times people mm -hmm. want to, you know, we want to be martyrs for our kids and our families and don't be. And what I mean by that is you sacrifice everything because it does that we've been programmed to think that. But if you are not the best you in the things that you want to do, you're not the best you. You cannot be the best mom or dad or grandparent or grand, you know, whatever. You have to take time for you. What are the things that you like to do? It's a lot of clients I get. And I say, well, let's talk about the things you like to do. And the first thing they say is, I don't know. You should know what you like. You should know your favorite That's ice cream if you eat ice cream. You should know if you like flats or drums. And you should, <laughs> let, you should know what you want to do in this world because that moves you to where you want to go. And we got to have that balance, man. Your job will be there. If your job quit, fires you tomorrow, they're not gonna they're not gonna send you a fruit basket, guys. And it's not even just about being a, a nine to five issue because I'm a nine to fiver. But just take more account, like Ma said, take more account that we cannot get this time back. It's mm -hmm. over. Yesterday is over. You cannot hit the rewind button. You can hit the rewind button on this podcast episode, and of course, listen to it as many times and share it and like it and tell us what you think. But we can't get this time back. This time is over. So think about it. You guys, we're only getting um, a, a several, uh, over a thousand. Uh, I used to remember how many minutes are in a day. Now I got to ask Alexa. But we're only getting a certain amount of time. I need to find it now. We're only getting a certain amount of time a day. Mm -hmm. And if I, if I gave you that number, if I gave you that amount in dollars, and you know you only could spend it in one day, what would you spend it on? You know, what, what are you going to do today? Even if you say, you know what? Hey, today I'm chilling. Great. Then chill. 
Today, I'm going to turn my phone off. Great. Do a social media detox. Do these things. Go read one of my amazing books. All right. Go back and listen to Aaron's podcast. Maybe an episode you haven't heard. Listen to mine. Take time. You know, make that. You have to make that. You have to be serious about your happiness. I know it's sort of weird to hear that. But you have to be serious about your your happiness because no one else is responsible for that. Your kids are not responsible for it. Your family's not responsible for it. Your spouse, as much as you love them, they are not responsible for your happiness. You are responsible for your happiness and they can add to it. Similar to, you know, I like uh, Captain Crunch. And then when they came out with <laughs> Captain Crunch with Crunchberries, I like that too. But I can always go back to the original. The Crunchberries added to the happiness. But it still was original. I, I guess I, I, maybe I'm hungry right now. Maybe that's what I went there. It is breakfast time. It is breakfast time. And it's 86,400 seconds in a day. Thank you. Mm-hmm. And so with that being said, how many, say it again. Because I, 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 86,400 seconds. Yeah. That's really not a lot. Nope. Right? No. That's really not a lot. No. So then how are you spending that time collectively? What are you spending that time on? And that balance. And are you intentional with it? Are you right. intentional with it? Yes. You have to be intentional. You have to, you know, don't leave it up to, oh, I might get a, a me time. Hell no. Mm-hmm. Make nope. it a me time. Say on it. Tuesdays. <laughs> say on Tuesdays, I'm going to, this is going to be my me time from this time to this time. And that's it. And you do what that's you right. like. That's right. The balance is the word of the day. All right, folks. We'll be right back after these messages. The No Picks After Dark podcast is proudly sponsored by Maggie's Farm. Located at 4341 Hartford Road, Maggie's Farm offers a unique dining experience with delicious handcrafted cocktails and mouth-awarding cuisine from falafel to scallops and everyone's favorite honey sriracha cauliflower wings. Open for dinner from 4 p.m. until 10 p.m. Wednesday through Saturday and serving brunch Saturday 11 a.m. to 3 p.m and Sunday from 11 a.m. to 4 p.m. with delectable chicken and waffles, shrimp and grits, biscuits and gravy, and more. Check out Maggie's Farm on Instagram and Facebook for daily and weekly food specials as well. Folks, we are back. And uh, again, I thank you guys so much for listening. Again, this is going to be a great episode when you you guys hear it. We're going to try to drop these once a month for you folks, you know, to get different perspectives. And And I love hearing it because... You know, I'm with my pie family here talking with them, and it's always good to hear from them. And, and you know, want other people to support these podcasters. Please do. You know, follow them. Share it. You know, let's let's really make it happen. So on a lighter note, what do you guys have going on with your podcast? Because, I mean, we're potting right now. What do you guys have coming up? Anything in the future? What can we do? What, how can we support? Let's talk. Either you guys take it over. Oh, well, for, oh, oh, I'm sorry. Well, no, for it, me... Okay. Well, for me, um, this coming week, I am focusing on talking about a little bit about some of the things that I found out that's going on with uh, the Romance Writers of America organization. I'm a member of that organization. And uh, at the beginning of 2020, they had some issues that was going on at, uh, uh, I want to say some diversity um, and racial type issues that was going on within the organization where a lot of the the, the board dismantled and the top leadership of the, the organization dismantled over some comments that was made by a particular author at the end of 2019. And um, 
And so over the course of the last year, they've been trying to do more diversity, equity, and inclusion type me uh, 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 measures to try to change the, the organization from, the, from within. Because for a long time, uh, if, if, if you know anything about the romance industry, romance writing, romance novel industry, um, it has been long said there's a lot of uh, racial issues, you know, issues with race in, in, in the organization, but within that, that genre of writing period, because there's not a lot of diversity um, as far as like the visibility of, of African-American authors, romance authors versus um, our counterparts. And so um, I wanted to focus on that because something happened recently where the new board, which is a more diverse board, created this award called the Vivian Award. And um, some criticism, they are getting backlash and criticism due to um, uh, one of the books that won this particular award in the, the uh, Christian romance category. And so I'm going to go into that a little bit more on my podcast this week and talk about that because I thought it was really interesting. And I feel like they're doing their best, but they keep tripping over their own feet. Mm -hmm. making mistakes and even with them having more african-americans represented in the on the board at the board level i mean some of these mistakes that they're making they shouldn't be it, it should it should be going a little bit smoother than this and so i just wanted to touch on that this week all right um yeah, I think the last couple of episodes have well, all my I love all my episodes, but uh, the last couple of episodes, if you're looking for a person to development, um, the last couple of episodes have really, really been um, pretty great as far as like how to escape your personal hell. We talk about tribe and the and I talk about tribe and how did you guys know that the phrase blood is sticking in water is not real? That's not a real that's a manipulation of the phrase, which is really um the blood of the covenant is thicker in the water of the womb so it pretty much talks about i talked about that and say hey you know it's about really selecting your tribe that can support you motivate you stuff like that as well as i talked about introverts and extroverts which is really really good i, I get a, i got a lot of feedback still get a lot of feedback from that as far as like <clears throat> you know if you identify yourself as an introvert what does that mean or extrovert what does that mean and how can we care for each other i'm a definite big extrovert and so I have to make sure that, you know, I respect my introverted friends and colleagues in their spaces. So I think that that was a really a, a lot of great information there. Um, mm. You know, I, I enjoy, you know, I, enjoy, I really enjoyed doing that one, as well as the last one I just did was how to stay motivated. Um, you know, there's been times where I talked to Aaron, you know, about podcasting and sometimes you can take a dip in motivation or whatever that is no matter what the subject is so you know we talked about that and he gave me a little boost and i appreciate that um and, and it really inspired uh the latest episode how to stay motivated how you can keep that spark back yeah I, I'm I, a, I was gonna say i'm an esfj for okay. the myers-briggs <laughs> right, and myers-briggs is such an amazing assessment if you have not done it I think I'm an ENTJ. I can't remember. I, gotta, I need to go back and look at my book to see where I'm at. Cool. I would definitely tell you guys, I mean, just what is going on, right? Going on next. I guess it is. You know, we need to name this uh, all the time, like the West next part of the show. Okay. But, um, yeah. So uh, I don't know. There's so many 
things that are going on in the background that I can't talk about on the show yet. Um, I can tell you right now, I always tell people this. I feel like I'm in the matrix. And the reason why is there's so many things that are going on that I just am blown away about and blown away that people want to sit down and talk with me who, you know, I don't think they're out of my league. I don't think that I'm not going to, let me not say that. It's just, I would never talk to these people. I would never be in this room with these people. And now they want to be in the room. And I guess that I have something that they want and it's a good feeling. But what I'm learning is the business side of things. You know, what is your worth? What are you worth? And, you know, I think that, you know, going into the fall with the charm of C Collective Media, I think that one thing is that's where we're going to have to sit down and everybody have a get that, that honest conversation with yourselves. You know, is this something you want to do? Is this something that you really want to pursue? Because what things I'm seeing right now that I'm going through, it's a lot of work. <laughs> it's a lot of work. And like, you know, I wish I could touch on it and it'll, it'll, you'll hear some, there'll be some announcements coming out probably the next episode when we drop it, next episode. But there's so much stuff behind the scenes that, that I didn't know about that you learn and because people like what you're doing. You know, I, I, Gary and I teach a podcast one-on-one class. People sign up for it. You know, you, I mean, and I'm literally about to do another course on just how to get sponsorships. Oh, that's that'd be nice. Because that's a good one. It's 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 the money. People are out here. They're they're willing to give money, but you gotta know how to present yourself. You gotta know what you have. And it's funny. I I this week I missed. I was wanted to go to this podcast conference in um in Nashville, Tennessee. I'm not gonna name the name of it. And but Mark Cuban was there. And interesting fact. I was talking back before some podcasts all across the U.S. were there. They're like, we thought you would show up. It's like, nah, nah, it's not my time to come there. It's not my time to spend $700 to see people talk. Not yet. Because mm-hmm. I want to be on the stage next year. That's what I want to be. That's what I want mm-hmm. people to do. That's me talk. That's what's the goal I got going. And Mark Cuban got on there talking about his new thing called Fireside. And that's the whole thing with, uh, it's kind of like going to compete with, um, what's the thing everybody was on? Uh, Clubhouse. It's going to club, and they're talking about how they're going to give money towards podcasts to do shows and stuff. And from what I heard, he got booed off the stage. Oh, wow. Well, like not Whoa. booed, you know, but he were like, you know, he, it was more like an infomercial pitch he was given. Oh, okay. Oh. And people were like, come on, like, yo, you're a millionaire. You can do what the hell you want to do. We're, we're, we're ending. Mm-hmm. We're trying to figure out a way. And I heard a lot of good people said they had learned a lot, like about how the approach sponsorships and stuff like that. And I always tell people this. If I would pay seven hundred dollars, somebody tell me something. All right, now I've, I've been pretty upset. <laughs> and mm-hmm. when the people are telling me what they do, and I'm like, yeah, but at the end of the day, it's about you. How do you present yourself? You can have that hell of a pitch, but if they don't feel you, you're not feeling them. It's not going to happen. So these are things I'm looking at future wise, giving classes on. You know, everybody wants money, but do you know how to present yourself? Do you have a media kit? Do you have things that that, that people want? So value. Yeah, you know, and it's just. And we're, we're going to talk about all, and another thing I want to talk about is can we talk about podcasters? Why are we, you said, why are we doing liquor all in our videos, but they're not paying you? No, they're not paying your bill. They're not paying your I light. had to stop doing that. <laughs> you, they're, not, they're not paying your light bill. 
Well, I think I think my with yours, I think because in your in your it's I think it's different for you. But I definitely, you know, I think that I think what Aaron what what I know what Aaron's talking about. And and it just seems as though liquor in a lot of these podcasts seem to be the other uh, host. Right. Where it's nothing like in my with your show, you accompany it with it because you're mainly focusing on people enjoying that when they're reading their books. That's different right. where someone, right. they got to be lit. They got to be drunk, you know, in inco- sometimes mm. at, at times incoherent on a podcast. And you got to really think like, I really want people to understand. It's right. not about you when you're doing a podcast. I started my podcast. I said, because I got tired of hearing the same BS on radio and radio is radio. I can't, expect radio to change but i can make create something on the platform that gives me what i wanted to hear what i would, would love to hear on the radio and you know at times people you know you gotta think like what well, your listener is gonna have a hard time listening to you and 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 there's a lot of there's a couple of popular podcast podcasts that they do get drunk they do get high and that works for them that ain't gonna work for you that ain't gonna work for you so you know just give the best product possible it's nothing wrong with having a drink on on your show it's nothing wrong with drinking on your show but don't let Mm -hmm. it be the other host of your show especially when you're not getting paid especially and that's why aaron definitely has to drop the sponsorship because i'm not i'm not promoting companies that don't pay me if we look at if we look at diddy and when and when and when versus first came out which the locks in it, we could that's another episode about the locks versus uh um dipset. But when when you think back, if you watch versus when they were, if you don't know what versus is, this is where two legendary acts or you know, two big acts maybe been back in the day that they're going off against each other with their catalog. When they first came out and then Diddy came on the scene, you kept seeing Ciroc in the mm-hmm. in the in the background, you know, they sponsored it. So, you know, if you are a person that, hey, you drink on your show, reach out to these companies that you're getting your liquor from and don't let them try to sell you with the BS like, hey, well, we can give you a discount or we can wholesale it to you. If they do that, then don't you can still drink on your show, but don't promote them. I'm not doing that. I'm not doing I ain't even do that with candy corn. (laughs) If you you follow me when, when I first when I first started back when I first started. And it's actually the two year anniversary. When I first started every week, I would eat candy corn when the Ravens won, which was a lot of candy corn. Uh, And I remember reaching out to the candy corn company like, hey, I eat candy corn on the show. And hey, would you mind sponsoring it? And they told me no. And that was it. And I said, "Okay, it it didn't take away from the show. I mean, but I just didn't show the bag or nothing like that. I still had candy corn, but I can't promote them. Hey, I, I get it. And congratulations on two years. Congratulations, two years. I appreciate two. that. Thank you. That's yeah. Great. Congratulations. Uh, give it. Get the flowers. So on a fun note, okay, I heard today, this month. What's going on with this month? What's going on with today's date? What is? You guys are talking about something funny. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> well, I know today is National Mustard Day, and um, the National Mustard Museum, which is located in Middleton, Wisconsin. Wow. was the originator of this holiday and is celebrated on the first Saturday in August. And so today, guests of the museum can partake in a wide variety of games and even try a hot dog and mustard sampling. 
Um, but if the, the modern day mustard as we know it, it was created in Dijon, France in the 13th century. So oh. I'm a huge, I'm a huge mustard fan. I love mustard. I put mustard on my, my French fries. Um, Whoa, hey, Aaron, hey, Aaron, Aaron, what's that's happening here, Aaron? What's what's going on, man? That's that's what's nasty. going on? What's what's going on with our process? Hell no! What was that? What was that? We might, you know what? The next episode, we're gonna talk about cookout. Wait a minute! Wait a minute! You're in cancel culture now. You're in cancel culture. Nah, it's time to get her up out of here. Oh, I even put it on my pizza sometimes. Like, let me cut her mic off. Let me cut her mic off. Mute her right now, Aaron. What is happening? Cut her mic off, folks. Cut cut her mic off. We had had such an amazing episode, and then now it's crashing down. I ruined it. I ruined it. Ruin it just like you ruined them fries and pizza with putting mustard on it. That's how you ruin it. That's nasty. That's nasty. Y'all, wait a minute. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Y'all never done like the y'all no. never mixed your mayonnaise and mustard and ketchup together. That's and made different. Like this. That's a, but you know okay. you know what I will do my today because I'm gonna support you. You my sister. I love you. I'm <laughs> you going to. It? I'm going to go to McDonald's. Well, yeah. I'm I'm sorry. <clears throat> I'm no. going to go to a place that sells French fries. And so I'm I'm, go to a place that sells crinkle French fries and put the French put uh oh, put Aaron, ketchup, put now we have it. all these parameters on what to need. Okay, <laughs> I will go to a place that sells crinkle cut French fries and yeah. I will pour mustard on it and I will take yeah. a picture for my my dear sister and I will yeah do that yeah and if I'm it's as trash as I think when you see me unfollow you you know why. <laughs> When you, you don't see, follow, you better unfollow <laughs> I, and then follow back. I, that's, that's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna unfollow <laughs> you and follow you back, and then, then you already know the vibes. You already know. Wait a minute. But wait a minute. Wait I'm a gonna minute. do. I'm gonna do it today. I'm gonna do it today. I actually look at that mustard right now. But okay, I'm gonna do it today. But, I'm gonna do it today. But also, have you ever had? Now, if y'all don't like that, have y'all ever dipped your your French fry into a frosty? Yeah, okay, absolutely. So, so, oh, okay. Different. Okay. So, you okay. you going into a whole different episode now. You going into okay. we, we, sorry. We, we, we oh yeah, let's, yeah, wrapping let's up. do it. Let's do a food wrap, episode. Wrap, yeah. let's oh, episode. sorry. Let's wrap up. Let's wrap up. We going into a whole different episode. Yeah. Because we could talk about this all day. I don't want to get too much. It's also National Disc Day, so anybody like to play National Disc? I mean, play disc, uh, disc football. It's your day too. So disc football? Did you mean frisbee? Yeah. I mean disc golf. I mean disc golf. Sorry. Oh, okay. So people okay. would like to do that. Excuse well, me. Shout out but to you if you like, like that. that. Yeah. But get the grills out. Get the toss on some burgers and hot dogs. Or put some mustard on favorite it. Sandwich and slather some mustard on it. That's the stuff. Okay. Yeah. And Aaron, Gary, you were saying, Aaron, what's, 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 what's this month, Gary? Oh, and this month is uh, Black uh, Business Month. Right? Yes. Yeah. This, is, this is Black Business Month. So please make sure that you support your local Black businesses uh you know in the comments uh in the social on, on these you know when this episode drops hey you know tag and talk about your favorite uh black business so people can support them hey you know what's really cool guys we get 31 days for this month <laughs> we get 31 days <laughs> for black business month nice it's more than hey, it's more than hey, black it's history, it's more black history more right. <laughs> right right but uh, shout, no. out to, shout out to Carter G. Woodson on that one. There you go. Uh, hey, they gotta go. They got they, you know they're about to Google that right now. Who's that? Who's that? Yeah. But so, <laughs> well, hey, folks, thank you guys so much for uh, like coming on, hanging out. Um, enjoy Hershey Park. 
Enjoy yourself. And Gary, enjoy what you got going on today. Celebrate your two years of doing potting. Yes. Um, Celebrate like pop bottles, all good stuff. Uh, Again, thank you guys so much. This episode will be out very soon. And I'm very excited to do this once a month through my pod family. It's such a great time. Folks, love, peace, and happiness. We're out. Bye, guys. Bye, guys.